0: Welcome back to another episode of The Exercise Engineer. This week I'm going to be answering the question, or sort of doing like a bit of a deep dive into why successful people are successful. And I don't just mean in terms of money, I mean in terms of like athletes and footballers and why people work their way up to the top. And like how they're actually doing that so I just wanted to go into that a little bit today because I think it's so uh, crucial but because you can also apply it to any other goal that we have in life so like what other goals are we working to on a daily basis and how have people been successful at that before and I think you can definitely apply this to just fat loss and diets and weight training and and or literally everything why are people successful in their world so I think a lot of people think about the passion, um, and especially with athletes, you see, like, oh yeah, they're so passionate about their sport, or like footballers, business people, they're really passionate about money, about drive, and they're, they seem so, so driven. But actually, I think they're just really good at being bored. Like, that sounds brutal, but just think about it. Like, how many reps have they put in to get to where they are? How many times has a sprinter ran 100 metres? How many times has Ronaldo done a kick? Does he do the free kicks? Oh, that's really bad. I'm going to get a lot of stick. (laughs) I don't know. But literally, people like tennis players, how many times have they practised that particular swing? How many times have they practised those serves? It's how much repetition goes into success that is so so crucial because isn't it like that the famous thing that's like a man who's practiced a thousand kicks once each versus a man who's practiced one kick a thousand times or ten thousand times i know which one i'd rather be on the end of like i would rather be on the one who's only practiced all the kicks but just once of each instead of just the one kick that a guy has absolutely perfected because you know that's going to hurt because he's practiced it 10,000 times. So it's that sort of comparison. And yes, passion might come into it. And especially at the start, that might be the initial driver, but you have got to be so good at repetition and, and just, like getting good at being bored because you've got to literally fall in love with boredom. And I was going to somehow. <laughs> I was going to somehow plug my membership in this section but I, <laughs> it's not a very good way to plug it because I'm saying to be successful at fat loss you've got to get bored but my workouts are certainly not boring so maybe that's not the best place to plug it but you have got to get good at doing it every day and it's doing the workouts consistently every single day getting your steps in every single day that's going to be the difference between you've been successful on your fat loss journey and not that's gonna be the difference between you come in first in high rocks and last. Like it's the repetition and the practice that is crucial because I know, I don't know about you, but willpower is certainly not enough. Like if you only do things when you're excited about it or motivated, or especially when they're convenient, which I know most of us do, I'm not outing you at all, we all do it. Like when something is easy, it's convenient, it's exciting yeah of course we want to do it like you've just started a new goal or a new journey of course it's really exciting at first but it's when like you'll never be consistent enough to achieve remarkable results if you only do it when you're excited or motivated it's doing it when you're not motivated that is the key Um, because I think to, to achieve extraordinary results, you've got to you've got to put yourself out and do extraordinary things in order to get those extraordinary results. You've got to, you've got to be working more than the average person towards that goal to be classed as successful with that. Success can mean so much. Like it can be so different for so many people and understanding what you deem success is the key to start this, to be honest, because you can't go off what someone else finds successful. And it can throw us off a lot, like following everyone else's idea, like everyone else's trajectory on life. Like you might not be classed as successful to some people because you're not married yet, but actually you might be running three businesses on the side, like, and you've prioritized that and you see that as successful. Vice versa, it might be a millionaire he might not be seen as successful because he's not started a family, or there's so many other things. I know I literally just chose money and family there, and there's so many other variables in that, and it just depends on your values and what you deem as successful. So we should have started there, but now we've covered that, we can go a deep dive in. But the next bit I wanna talk about is types of motivation. So obviously motivation isn't around all the time, but we have different types of motivation. So you've got your intrinsic motivation and your extrinsic motivation. So the extrinsic is including everything externally. So prizes, money, like doing things for an external achievement or like likes on Instagram, like that sort of thing. You're doing it for external factors whereas intrinsic comes from within and you're motivated because maybe it feels good or you you're doing it because it know you know that it's going to benefit you further down the line so an intrinsic motivator might be getting a pb at the next park run because that is going to make you feel good and that is what's keeping you going that's what's motivating you to be able to practice enough so that you keep getting pbs whereas an extrinsic motivation might be getting entered into the prize draw every time you go to the gym or something like that that's not really gonna like I know which one would get me going the longest and it's definitely getting the pbs and working towards something that you love like my method is not to be motivated forever that it's impossible, like I'm sorry I don't know what a lot of people say, like I'm actually a very motivated person but I don't have motivation every day, like nowhere. like my method is not to be forever motivated, it's not to find a quick fix I want you to learn to love prioritising your body and find enjoyment because health is a long-term priority and I think the sooner you understand that, the more intrinsic your, motive, your, like your motives and your motivators will be. So I guess another point I'm trying to make is to understand your why. Like, why are you working out? Why are you working towards that particular goal? Why do you want to exercise? Why do you want to lose weight? Like, really dig deep and remind yourself of why every time you want to give up. Like, why did you start in the first place? Like, I used to go to a spin class before I got my um, qualification and my favourite spin teacher used to ask us every session remind yourself why you're here, why did you show up today and it works, like it really really works if you're someone who's like "Ah, no I can't bother just remind yourself why you started and actually it's going to take longer if you give up now because you'll have to restart again in three months time and it's only going to be longer to get there so you're better off just reminding yourself why you started and keep on going like why did you start this in the first place and it's not until you find that intrinsic motivator that you'll have a long-term solution because extrinsic motives can last like a good a good amount of time like money is always a good one for a lot of people you can be very motivated through money but there's only so much that that will bring you before you're bored or Before you give up and find something else to interest you. So, like when you reach your goal, I don't want you to switch off because I want that intrinsic motivator to be like, like we drive further. Like you choose an even harder goal to work towards instead of just cutting it all off. Like celebrate that you've achieved that goal. Always, always celebrate. Don't just move on to the next thing, but always. Choose the next goal after you've celebrated and drive further. Keep that intrinsic motivator ticking over because that is what is going to get us going. You know, that is just, that's just where it's at because I think the change happens when the pain of staying the same outweighs the pain of change. So, for example, someone who might be clinically obese like, the pain of staying the same, like, a do- they might get um, news from a doctor saying that if they don't change what they're, what they're doing, they, they're going to die in three months. The pain of, like, change becomes a lot less of staying the same because you've literally just been told you're going to die. So I know that's quite an extreme version of it, but it, it works exactly the same way. So... Maybe you're struggling to find the energy to play with your kids. Like that must be brutal. So that actually to lose a bit of fat and focus on your fitness and your health and your fuel and your nutrition, fueling your body and making it feel good because you cannot serve from an empty vessel. Like I love that saying. I was a bit like, what the hell is that saying at first? But if you don't look after yourself, how do you expect to look after other people? You need to be the healthiest version of you to be able to provide for the people that you love and especially little kids that want you to, they want you to play with them. They want you to have loads of energy and run around with them on the beach. So the fitter that you are, the better, really, the more enjoyment the kids will get. So if you're trying to get fit and healthy and it's painful to go to the gym, to get, to do your morning workouts, to, get extra steps in to learn how to run though all those things as soon as it's harder to stay the same instead of doing those things right I'm really rambling on now but you get what I'm saying I'm just gonna cut myself off there you know because I think (laughs) consistency is key if you haven't got that consistency is key for this episode and a few of my tips for consistency is never miss it twice so I Always say to my clients or like the members of the Train with Lou membership. Yes, life gets in the way. Life will get in the way for one thing. Maybe you need to see a friend who's really upset, or like you have to stay late at work one day, or blah 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 blah. Life gets in the way, and I understand that completely. But We reflect and we learn from that and think, right, what can I do differently the next day to ensure that I definitely get my workout in? Because it's the consistency that's key. So never miss it twice in a row. Super duper important to aim for that. And that's just a great tool to use to work towards it as well. Um, Another one is imperfect action. So sort of removing the all or nothing approach, which, yes, is all within us, we all suffer from the all or nothing approach. It's just a human trait because we we either want it all or we can't bother. And totally get that, I have not resonated with something so much in a while, like I am 100% all or nothing. But if we practice imperfect action, this is where we're gonna succeed. So uh, an analogy that I've used before, but I'm gonna use it again because you may have not heard it, is if you are working towards fat loss you're in a calorie deficit you're supposed to be in a calorie deficit all week but so you're taking four steps forward which is Monday to Thursday you're getting from A to B you take four steps forward but then you get to Friday, Saturday, Sunday and you take three steps backwards because you've gone into a calorie surplus on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's a lot less painful and will be a lot, lot quicker if you just stop and stand still. So what I mean in terms of fat loss is if you take your four steps forward on your Monday to Thursday and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you aim for maintenance calories instead, then that is literally you standing still. So you've still taken four steps forward, but then you stand still for three days. And then, Monday to Thursday again, you take four steps forward and then you stand still. Instead of taking four steps forward and three steps back. Four steps forward, three steps back. It'll be so much quicker to get to your destination and get to your goal if you have just stopped instead. And we call those like, cruise days or cruise weeks, or something that's not just throwing your diet completely off. Um, super super beneficial and a great tool to have under the belt if you know that you like going out at weekends like there's an extra few hundred calories there to play with to eat out to have alcohol like I'm not saying yeah let's all get absolutely battered not saying that at all but every once in a while you know it's okay it's okay creating the habit is also a great way to help stay consistent so this is this can be used if you integrate things into your morning routine your evening routine becoming dedicated instead of motivated is key here because the minute you are dedicated instead of motivated you do it on the days where you don't want to do it that is where it makes the difference because you are going to do it on the days where you really don't want to get out of bed but you're dedicated so you're gonna and that's exactly what happened with me in the morning workouts it's outrageous to think that I used to struggle to get out of bed at 7 o'clock and now I get up at 5 a.m. Well, quarter past 5. My alarm goes off at quarter past 5. Monday to Friday, I'm not going to pretend that I get up at quarter past 5 on a weekend that absolutely does not happen unless I'm catching a flight in which case it's usually 3 a.m. Brutal. And yes, I go to bed at the same time <laughs> as I used to. Um, but yeah, it's the dedication that's kicked in instead of the motivation. I don't bounce out of bed when my alarm goes off. There is no way I am bouncing out of bed at that time in the morning. It does not happen. You've got to literally slither your way out and then and then panic about how you're gonna wake yourself up in time to film a workout for the Train With loop membership. Yes. And I do, I really do. By the time I press play, I am buzzing and I skip into that frame like, yes, good morning, guys. So yeah, if you want that sort of motivation in the morning, you know where I'm at. Don't worry, I don't make you do it at 5 a.m. Like you can pick and choose when in the day that you want to do your workouts. You can move them around in the week as well. But the fact that you are doing them is all that matters to me. So if you want to check out my Train With Loom membership, always check it out. It's on, it's in the show notes of this pod. It's in the, it's in every caption ever. And it's in my bio in Instagram and Facebook at The Exercise Engineer. You know where to find me guys. It's everywhere. Or at least I think it's everywhere. Maybe it's not. Maybe I just need to get it out there more. But yeah, create the habit and it makes it so much easier. Like the fact that I know that I'm going to do it every single morning. It's not asking myself if I'm going to do it. It's like, I am it's more of a question of when and even now it's it's not even a question of when I know that I've got to get it in before I go to work because my evenings are often filled with other things that I've decided to fill my day with so actually the only time that I have to complete said workout is at quarter past five so that is when it will be getting done otherwise my members will be left workout workoutless Workoutless? yeah that's a word now that is a word so I mentioned this one earlier but I 100% back it that extraordinary work creates extraordinary outcomes. Like if you are on if you're doing average work you're going to get average outcomes. You're going to just be like every every average joe. And that's that's not a bad thing. If that if you're happy with that that is 100% fine with me. 100% fine. But if you are one of those people that is striving to achieve extraordinary action. You want to achieve the best. You are working towards your PBs. Maybe you are working towards a particular fat loss. Maybe you've got a wedding coming up. Maybe you've got holidays coming up. Maybe you just want to be the best version of yourself. Maybe you're working towards your health because you're trying to get pregnant. Like there's so many reasons. Like maybe you want to climb Ben Nevis or Snowdon and not be totally fucked at the top. Like. There are so many reasons to want to become the healthiest, strongest, happiest versions of yourself and I think it does take a little bit of extra hard work to do that because you've got to want to do it. You've got to want to do it for yourself and without sounding too preachy, like if you don't want it for yourself, I can't help you yet. You need to want to do it for you first and then we can talk. So yeah. And I think often people try and overwhelm themselves with too much at the start, but if you focus on the simple things first, so my other episode with my five, what, four or five fat loss non-negotiables, if you just start with that, obviously if fat, if fat loss is your goal, if you've got other goals, there's there's a full pod on how to set achievable goals and actually get excited about them. But actually, if you just break it down and focus on simple things so getting enough sleep getting fresh air on a morning moving your body in a way that feels good and that you enjoy that those are the things that are going to help you create a sustainable lifestyle and not just trying something for two weeks maximum and then it just going down the pan because it's not it's not sustainable that's nothing to do with you that's diet or that's the the coaching style or something it doesn't match you so it's not your fault at all because I know so many people that have attempted like every single diet under the Sun me myself included it's so so difficult to achieve it but that's only because the diet wasn't right for you so what I mean by that is when you choose a sustainable diet it includes things that you enjoy it includes your favourite foods. It includes enough calories for you to fuel your body, to do the workouts, to move your body in a great way that makes you feel good because we're training our bodies because we love them, not because we're punishing them. I think the sooner we get over that stigma of exercise is hard, so it's brutal, we hate it because, like, oh my god, I hate my body, I need to sweat all my fat off. No. We are training because we love our bodies. We want what's best for it. We love our families. We want to be around for them. We want to be able to fill their cup as well as our own. Wow, that's really, really preachy stuff, isn't it? That's getting deep. But yeah, focus on simple things. Sleep and fresh air and movement that feels good. Like, I cannot reiterate, if you are tired, everything seems a thousand times harder. It really does and I can imagine a lot of people are now listening to this nodding thinking yeah Lou you're not wrong you are not wrong there and I am it's just wise it's just wisdom and I know I know from experience I definitely don't get enough sleep absolutely not but you know what it's fine because I'm now the new affiliate for whoop so my sleep is definitely going to be the epitome of health coming up soon so watch out guys um, My affiliate link is in the show notes. I don't know what it is yet. I've not been told. (laughs) But watch out for some major changes because it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. If you've not heard of Whoop, I'll be doing a full episode on it because there's too much to cover. There's too much to cover. So the next minor point, we're nearly done guys. Don't you worry because the next thing I wanna reiterate is you need to measure stuff. So another thing that I think makes successful people successful is they track things. They measure things. I think if you're not measuring something, you can't check if you're on the current trajectory. Like there's no point, that's so cheesy, but there's no point climbing a ladder if you're on the wrong wall. And it's so true. So make sure you're measuring stuff to make sure that you are heading in the right direction. It doesn't have to be bang on. Just a big general area. Just head towards it. And just keep going. So I can't remember what book it is and I'm going to really kick myself. It might be Mindset by Carol Dweck. It might be. If not, I've just plugged a good book anyway. But the quote is, becoming is better than being. So just let that process, like becoming something is better than being. Like learning to be the best is better than just being the best. Isn't that that's the same as um, the hungriest wolf is climbing the hill, not the one on top of the hill. I might have just totally made that. <laughs> I might have just totally made that analogy up. But you understand what I'm saying. Because you need to be heading in the right direction-ish. And sort of be hungry for it at the same time. And just enjoy the process. Like the people within my membership that have the best, best results are the people that are enjoying it and they're getting involved and posting in the Facebook group and supporting everyone else and just really immersing themselves in it and enjoying the process. They're the people that do well. They're the successful ones in the membership or like the most successful, like a lot of people have benefited from it even if they don't post. But the people that do post do phenomenal because they are committed to it they are so immersed in the whole process and enjoying the whole process that they achieve exactly extraordinary results because they are putting in extraordinary effort and they're enjoying it and another thing learn to reflect and that's a good way to measure if if you are going in the right direction like what have you learned today? Like, what went well? What would you do again? What didn't go so well? What would you avoid in the future? Was there a certain food that you ate that made you feel really sluggish after and you actually got no work done? It's those sorts of reflections that are really, really important. And my final point is to be patient. Be patient, guys. The I think this is one of the best takeaways from this apart from being consistent is be patient because seriously if you're not patient right example example time if you're not patient and you're working towards a fat loss goal you give it two weeks and then you give up you might not start again for another what two three months and then you'll find a different diet and then actually what's taken what what should have taken 3 months to be where you wanted to be it's taken 2 weeks of pain plus 3 months of nothing and you're still in the same place if not in a worse position because you didn't start sooner and i'm not i'm not calling anyone out in this but it is so so crucial to just keep going that's the quickest way when i was running my marathon seriously i just kept telling myself if you stop it's going to be longer until you cross the finish line just keep going it doesn't matter if you slow down a little bit just keep moving forward because the more times you stop it'll take that much longer to cross the line and yes it's painful there's a full episode of the marathon there's a yeah there's a full podcast episode of the marathon so definitely listen to that but that was one of probably my key takeaways from the marathon is if you want something to if you want something done quicker just keep going there's no point slowing down or stopping because do you know what it's only going to take longer the more pauses you take even stepping backwards in some people's case if you stop a diet or you take money out of your savings or whatever you're working towards. If you stop or move backwards, it will take double the amount of time, if not longer. So just keep going and be patient. Trust the process, trust your trainer. But I think if we can take anything from athletes is just to get good at repeating yourself, get good at being bored, get good at consistency, find your intrinsic motivation, find your why and then really dig deep into that, and that is going to be key for you. Right, so, because I like giving you a little bit of homework, I'm just going to make some up on the spot because I didn't prepare any today. But I think your homework for today, on the basis of successful people doing successful things, is something I want you to get bored at something. I want you to get to the point of boredom because you've repeated something so many times. Whether that's trying to practise a handstand or a new hobby, maybe that's doing a park run every Saturday this year, trying to beat your PB. Whether that's uh, finally committing to a fat loss journey that is gonna work this time, get bored meal prepping. That is a great example. I eat the same lunch. I've had the same breakfast for the past four years because it's easy and I know that I like it I know it's moving me towards my goals it has enough protein in it, it has enough carbs in yes, it's overnight oats, if you didn't guess already I've been having that every single day actually, should I say every single working day apart from two in four years because I know it works and sometimes it does get boring, you know but other days it tastes amazing again and I don't know why it goes in cycles which I think successful people will Reiterate that. Um, yeah, so your homework is to find something to get bored at. <laughs> and if you're not bored of it yet, you've not done it enough. <laughs> That's a really random bit of homework, isn't it? Maybe your homework is to join the Train with Loom membership and do every single workout that I've filmed. And it might take you a while because there's more than 400 that you get full access to. So get going guys, get going. Maybe it's just walking. Right, I'm going to stop with all the examples. You need to come up with those things yourself. Work out that you're on the current trajectory. Find your intrinsic motives. Find your why and work towards it, okay? I want you to tell me what you're getting bored at. Tag me and stuff. Even if you have to tag me on Instagram every single day at The Exercise Engineer, if you tag me every single day that you're getting your steps in because it's it's the boring task that you've chosen, and even if it's listening to this podcast on repeat until it gets drilled into your brain that you need to get bored on your walks, do it. I want to see it. Tag me on Instagram, tag me on Facebook. What I don't know how that works. Comment, review, everything to do with it. If you found this useful, if you found this interesting and you want to share it with someone, please do. You might change their life as well. And guys, if you liked this, please make sure to like, subscribe, follow, and share on your socials and make sure you send me your boring tasks. (laughs) Okay, guys, thank you so, so much for listening. I do 100% appreciate it. And I will love you and leave you there. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.